Hello and welcome to C3 Newcastle City Podcast. It is our honour to host you and trust you will enjoy this message as much as we did. For more information about C3 Newcastle City or to connect with us, visit our website, www.c3nc.com. Than any two-edged sword cutting asunder soul and spirit, joints and marrow being a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And a weapon against the wiles of the enemy. You are a victorious people, alive and vibrant, filled with the power of God, roaring over the earth. We bless you, God. Minister to us this morning, let us hear what your spirit would say to this your church in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may take a seat. Better to jump and whoop and holler. Who who said that funny from the pulpit one time? I don't know, it was great, whoever it was. Worship. The privilege of the saints. I think it's worthy of note that last week we talked about the coming move of God and today we're talking about worship. He who has an ear, hear what the Spirit would say to the church. The move of God is coming and now God is talking to us about worship. They go together. They go together. What do you think about when you hear the word worship? I wonder if the first image that comes to mind is what we just did. You know, having a prescribed set of words and perhaps a band and we make our personal and corporate corporate declarations of praise and worship to Him and I think that's a wonderful thing to do. The words are given to us and so if we agree with them, we sing along and if we don't, perhaps we agree with them anyway, we sing along with them anyway. This is worship. Perhaps sometimes we're at home and we make up our own words or we groan with sounds and utterances that aren't even English because we can't find the words that are adequate to describe his worship. This too is worship. Worship can involve words, but it's not the only way that we worship. Other things also create worship. Beautiful acts towards someone, a kindness, a created work through which God can be seen, or any behaviour that is motivated by Jesus' name and done for Him. These are also worship. But what if worship included what we say And what we do but went deeper than that. What might be more profound than the moments we take to sing and act in Jesus' name? What could that kind of worship look like? I'm going to share with you, it's a little bit tricky for me, one of my favourite scriptures. Scripture often makes me cry. 
makes me cry and it makes my heart sing, yet at the same time it fills me with deep reverence and awe. Communicates my absolute sense of incapability apart from Him and my state of absolute blessing at the same time. And my words are lost before this scripture here. I'm going to have to try and communicate with you about them in clumsy, inadequate human words. This scripture contains a heavenly concept and its truth is profound within itself. And the scripture is Acts, verse 17, chapter 17, verse 28, Acts 17, 28. And this is what it says. For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. And I managed to read that without crying. So I'd like to use the first part of that scripture as our text and our prescription for worship. In him we live and we move and we have our being. Firstly, though, I'd like to take a moment to speak about the second word of that scripture, and that is in. I think we need to be very clear about in, what is in. In is not on. In is not on. On is when we're in proximity to something or someone. We are touching them or in connection with them. I think sometimes we tend to see God as someone that we reach out to, that we feel the need to touch, that we feel the need to be connected with when we remember. It gives us the idea that he is outside of us or other than us. But the word in, but the word in doesn't resemble the word on. The word in means enclosed, wholly encompassed, surrounded. He is above us and under us and around us and in us and through us and before us and behind us. Like an unborn baby in a mummy's tummy is in. We are in. We are in. We are in so that when he appears, we appear also with him, in him. And the more we are in him, the more undetected we are because we're hidden. We're hidden in him. There is no distinguishing between him and the individual who is in There is no division between them, no boundary. You can't pull them apart and you can't separate who they are. They are one. Such is envelopment. We are in Him. We are not on Him, connecting to Him. So let's look at this scripture. In Him, from this place of envelopment, we live. We experience life differently now than we once did before Him. What we see and how we see it is different now. It's different because we're looking from up and out of Him. He becomes the lens through which we see everything. He becomes the frame 
that frames our lives, that influences our viewpoint. And through that lens, we conceive of things and we dream of things and we perceive of things. We live from a place of His victory because we are on Him, because He's underneath us. From here, we live from the mountaintop and not from underneath. We have the freedom to love Him wildly and the freedom to rule over our own emotions. We live differently because of Him. Our worship is that we live in Him. And in Him, we not only live, but we also move. We not only live differently, but we move differently because of Him. We move to a sound. There is a communication from heaven that is always there. It might be words. It might be music. It might be sound. It might be pace. It might be unction. There is a rhythm to heaven through which we move. This is the how we move now that is different from the how we used to move. This is how we move and this is how we rest. Our worship becomes our moving. We live, we give without strings attached. We walk on the high ground now. We are agile and our feet don't falter and we move with purpose, with the rhythm of heaven. Our moving becomes worship. And we not only live and move in Him, but we also have our being in Him. We are. We are. From this place of envelopment, we are. This is the who we are. We no longer stumble to know who we are and scramble to find identity because of Him. Our being is no longer dictated to by others, family, words that have been said over us, enemies. We are only, only exclusively because of Him, because of Him. This is the end of striving, saints. The need to prove our worth is not ours anymore. The need to be a certain way or adhere to certain standards and values dictated to by others is gone in Jesus' name. Our worth is intrinsic, and that means inside of us. It is intrinsic because we are in Him and for no other reason. I am because He said I am. And there's a full stop after that. This is the truth of our being. It is who we are. Our worship becomes that we are in Him, that we move in Him, and that we have our being because of Him. This scripture is quite rich in the Greek, um, not so much perhaps in the English. And I think it was last year I, I looked up this scripture in the Greek and I extrapolated what the Greek means and... I put it together in um, stanza form and at the end of every stanza you will hear in him I live.
I have my being, but the words within the stanza are the fullness of the Greek. In him we live and move and have our being. And for this reason, I am. And so I'm going to read that to you and I hope that these extra words help you to grasp this concept. And the sermon is short today because I want time for us to worship. So if you're comfortable, I'd like to invite you to close your eyes, not for a nai-nai, but to hear, to hear what the Spirit is saying, to grasp the concept, to let it seep into your soul in Him from within, hidden inside, part of the whole I reside unimaginable hymn, glorious, astonishing, embraced, loved in him. For his cause, my reason to continue and conclude, made alive, live my life, holding life, I live. I live forward set in motion, progress evident, I move, I exist, superior power, boundless limits, I am. saints today in the name of Jesus as we surrender ourselves in a greater way to conceal ourselves in him and come become more aware of being in him in the moments of our day greater worship will proceed from our lives a symphony will resound because you're living and moving and having your being in Him, it's not only what you do, it's who you are. Worship's not will not only be an activity that we partake of, which is good and wonderful, beautiful and scriptural. But the worship I'm speaking about it involves transformation into submersion, into being absolutely, absolutely in Him, to be like Him, to be Him on earth, the ultimate statement of worship. And as we do that, everything we are, everything we do, everything we say, and the way we move becomes worship. Our living is worship. Our moving is worship. And our being is worship.
that scripture. Paul was in Athens when he was doing that. He was surrounded by the greatest philosophers and intellects and spiritualists in the known world at that time. And he was surrounded by them. He was in this Colosseum kind of type theater and he's communicating to them. And he'd taken a walk through the city and he'd been captivated by all the different images. They had these great statues that Athens Athenians were so proud of and so revered and he said you're worshipping these these statues but can I speak to you today about the unknown God there was a statue that read unknown God and he said this is this is the God that you're worshipping it's the creator God that's actually not within a structure or an object or something that is outside of you like Lynn's talking about it's a God that's inside of you alive in you and in him about that is when we think about God inside of us we think how can he be within such a structure that's so broken sometimes it's easier to worship God out there than to experience God in here but let me tell you how his life and he said I'm making a way that within your vessel your broken vessel you can always experience me today we're going to worship but we're also offering communion because maybe if just as you're in this time of worship you might want to come again and take hold of the the cup and the bread the things that speak of Christ's blood that was shed for all of us his body that was broken so experience him amen so if you want to do that but I want to encourage you as, as you enter into worship right now don't look at it as I'm worshiping someone away or outside but rather I'm connecting with a God that moves within me it's a different type of worship amen we hope you enjoyed our podcast and it was a great encouragement to you for more information about C3 Newcastle City visit our website www.c3nc.org